This is Sam, and you're listening to the Pub Trivia Group Podcast. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo Concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Hey, this is Sam. Welcome back to the Pub Trivia Group, Game 79. I'm sorry I missed last week, everybody. I'm really sorry. I, I Not that I need to say sorry. I, I think you all understand life gets busy. I just... I've been trying to make sure I get this out every week because I just, this is one of my favorite things that I do as like a hobby anyway. But yeah, since the last recording, I went to Lambeau Field in Green Bay, saw my beloved Packers lose. Uh, That, I mean, it was still fun, but the losing part wasn't. I, well, I have two kids. It was Halloween. We took them trick-or-treating like three times. It was the end of the quarter. I'm a high school teacher, and it was the end of the quarter, so report cards, all that stuff. And my brother-in-law got married. So congrats, Adam and Chris. Anyway, yeah. Sorry I missed last week. (laughs) Hopefully I can just... I had a really nice streak going of consistent weekly episodes, I think dating back to March. So hopefully I can get another good string going. Anyway, this is Game 79. I'm just going to do... The three rounds we did last week, obviously new items, but the three rounds we did last week, I have common initials, I have short answer themes, and I have short answer chain. Here we go. So round number one, common initials. The common initials for today, MP. So I have 10 short answer items below, all with the initials MP. Here we go. Item one, this Venetian explorer wrote of his late 13th century travels along the Silk Road. Item two, nicknamed the Baltimore Bullet, this athlete made their Olympic debut during Sydney 2000. Item three, this actress played the role of Selena Kyle in 1992. Item four, John Oliver wrote of this comedy trope in 2019 within The Guardian, quote, this strange group of widely talented, appropriately disrespectful, hugely imaginative, and massively inspirational idiots changed what comedy could be for their generation and for those that followed. Name the comedy trope he is speaking of. Item 5. This video game franchise debuted in 2001 as a third-person shooter where the title character is an NYPD detective turned vigilante. A film adaptation starring Mark Wahlberg was released in 2008 to mostly negative reviews. Item 6. Considered one of the new seven wonders of the world, The altitude of this 15th century citadel is just shy of 8,000 feet. Item 7. 
The North American debut of this video game franchise took place in 1999 on the Nintendo 64. Weirdly enough, its gameplay caused numerous players to injure their hands, which resulted in Nintendo issuing special gloves to injured players as the result of their settlement with the New York Attorney General's office. Item 8. Running from 1992 to 1999, this television drama followed the lives of young adults living in a Los Angeles apartment complex. Item 9. In addition to overseeing the construction of the Pentagon from September 1941 to January 1943, Lieutenant General Leslie Groves directed this program from 1942 to 1946. And last but not least, number 10. In a 2022 interview with Tom Power, this beloved celebrity stated of his legacy, Quote, I would like to be remembered as somebody who lived well, loved well, was a seeker, and who his paramount thing is that he wants to help people. Name that person. All right, we went over each of those once. Pause now if you need more time. I will go over those again, but then I will reveal the answers. Item number one, this Venetian explorer wrote of his late 13th century travels along the Silk Road. Yeah, that would be Marco Polo. All right, number two. Nicknamed the Baltimore Bullet, this athlete made their Olympic debut during Sydney 2000. All right, we are talking about Michael Phelps. Item three. This actress played the role of Selena Kyle in 1992. All right, Selena Kyle, that is Catwoman. The film Batman Returns, you know I love me some Batman. We are talking about Michelle Pfeiffer. All right, item number four. John Oliver wrote of this comedy trope in 2019 within The Guardian, quote, this strange group of widely talented, appropriately disrespectful, hugely imaginative, and massively inspirational idiots changed what comedy could be for their generation and for those that followed. Name the comedy trope he is speaking of. We are talking about, or he is talking about, Monty Python. Item number five. This video game franchise debuted in 2001 as a third-person shooter where the title character is an NYPD detective turned vigilante. A film adaptation starring Mark Wahlberg was released in 2008 to mostly negative reviews. Alright, that would be Max Payne. Item number six. Considered one of the new seven wonders of the world, the altitude of this 15th century citadel is just shy of 8,000 feet. It looks gorgeous, would love to go someday. Machu Picchu. Alright, number seven. The North American debut of this video game franchise took place in 1999 on the Nintendo 64. Weirdly enough, 
Its gameplay caused numerous players to injure their hands, which resulted in Nintendo issuing special gloves to injured players as the result of their settlement with the New York Attorney General's office. I remember spinning that joystick. We are talking about Mario Party. You could really, yeah, blister like the palm of your hand by just spinning that joystick as part of those mini games. Good times. Good times. I never hurt my hand though, but good times. All right, number eight. Running from 1992 to 1999, this television drama followed the lives of young adults living in a Los Angeles apartment complex. Okay, I remember the commercials for this. I was too young to probably be interested in watching it, but that is Melrose Place, which I think was the name of the apartment complex. All right, number nine. In addition to overseeing the construction of the Pentagon from September 1941 to January 1943, Lieutenant General Leslie Groves directed this program from 1942 to 1946. We are talking about the Manhattan Project, which made an appearance in this game earlier this year, around the Barbenheimer craze time, yeah. All right, number 10, last but not least, in a 2022 interview with Tom Power, this beloved celebrity stated of his legacy, quote, I would like to be remembered as somebody who lived well, loved well, was a seeker, and who his paramount thing is that he wants to help people. All right. This one is a sad one. This one is Matthew Perry. Matthew Perry, if you're listening, I hope you know. I'm sure I speak for a lot of people when I say, you've helped a lot of us. You know, times when we just needed a laugh or to just get our mind off of something. And I'll always appreciate you for that. Again, rest in peace. Have fun up there. All right, that was round number one, common initials. Coming up, round number two, short answer themes. All right, round number two, short answer themes. I have 10 short answer items below, and today's theme is family. So each of these 10 items feature a name which have a family title somewhere in their name, like brother or auntie or wife or, you know, something like that. All right, here we go. Item number one, this metal band was fronted by Dee Snyder and achieved mainstream success with the 1984 album Stay Hungry. Item 2. Released in 2003, this PG-rated comedy was centered around the characters Charlie, Phil, and Marvin, who found themselves starting a new business in an unfamiliar field after being laid off from their jobs. Item 3. Another film. This 2000 film features a group of escaped prisoners on a journey through the American South during the Great Depression. Item number four. Running from 2005 to 2014, an article from USA Today ranked this show as having the number one worst TV series finale of all time. 
which is a distinction that I highly disagree with. Item number five, another TV series. This television series debuted on TGIF in 1994 and featured two main characters with contrasting personalities. These characters were known to break the fourth wall and talk directly to the audience. Item number six, another another television series. All right, this sitcom debuted in 1972 and featured the main characters Fred and Lamont, who owned and operated a junkyard in LA's Watts neighborhood. All right, item number seven. This rock band made their major label debut with the triple platinum album, Infest. The album's debut single featured the lyric, Cause I'm losing my sight, losing my mind, wish somebody would tell me I'm fine. Item 8. Located along Texas's Gulf Coast, this popular resort destination is connected to the mainland via the Queen Isabella Causeway. Item 9. The debut single of this musician released in 2000 and was produced by fellow Michigan-born artists Michael Bradford and Kid Rock. The song featured the lyric... All you know is when I'm with you, I make you free and swim through your veins like a fish in the sea. In item number 10, Washington drafted this player in the fourth round of the 2012 draft with the intent for him to serve as the backup for Robert Griffin III. All right, pause now if you need more time. Again, we'll go over those, but then I'm going to give you the answers. Item number one, this metal band was fronted by Dee Snyder and achieved mainstream success with the 1984 album, Stay Hungry. That would be Twisted Sister, which as the holidays approach, I cannot recommend enough. Put on their Christmas album. You don't need to announce it to anyone that you're putting on their Christmas album, but just put it on, leave the room. Just let everyone rock out. It's a good time. All right, number two. Released in 2003, this PG-rated comedy was centered around the characters Charlie, Phil, and Marvin, who found themselves starting a new business in an unfamiliar field after being laid off from their jobs. That film, Daddy Daycare. Item number three. This 2000 film features a group of escaped prisoners on a journey through the American South during the Great Depression. All right, that would be Oh Brother, Where Art Thou? Item number four. Running from 2005 to 2014, an article from USA Today ranked this show as having the number one worst TV series finale of all time, which is a distinction that I strongly disagree with. All right, I love the Green Bay Packers. I love Batman. I love How I Met Your Mother. So already three things that I just love featured in this episode. That answers How I Met Your Mother. People that didn't like the finale, they just... (sighs) I didn't think it was that bad. In fact, I thought there was a lot of closure. It made a lot of sense. I don't get the hate. All right. 
We'll discuss it further on my How I Met Your Mother podcast, which doesn't exist, but maybe it should. All right, number five. This television series debuted on TGIF in 1994 and featured two main characters with contrasting personalities. These characters were known to break the fourth wall and talk directly to the audience. I am talking about Sister, Sister. Item number six. This sitcom debuted in 1972 and featured the main characters, Fred and Lamont, who owned and operated a junkyard in LA's Watts neighborhood. We are talking about Sanford and Son. Item number seven. This rock band made their major label debut with the triple platinum album, Infest. The album's debut single featured the lyric, Cause I'm losing my sight, losing my mind. Wish somebody would tell me I'm fine. Okay, that song was Last Resort. The band, Papa Roach. All right, number eight. Located along Texas's Gulf Coast, this popular resort destination is connected to the mainland via the Queen Isabella Causeway. All right, that is South Padre Island. Number nine, the debut single of this musician released in 2000 and was produced by fellow Michigan-born artists Michael Bradford and Kid Rock. The song featured the lyric, All you know is when I'm with you, I make you free and swim through your veins like a fish in the sea. The song, Follow Me, the artist, Uncle Cracker. And item number 10. Washington drafted this player in the fourth round of the 2012 draft with the intent for him to serve as the backup for Robert Griffin III. I am talking about Kirk Cousins. Okay, just a disclaimer. And yes, I am a Packer fan living in Minnesota, and I don't like the Vikings. My wife does, but I do not like the Vikings. I do like Kirk Cousins. The jokes are real. He does seem like such a nice guy. He's like this suburban dad like me. And, you know, where where I do suburban dad things like have a trivia podcast, his suburban dad thing is that, you know, he's just a pretty above average quarterback in the NFL, you know, making like $30 million a year. But when it comes down to it, we're kind of the same guy. We're just suburban dads and suburban dads have to stick together. I am gutted that he tore his Achilles. Absolutely gutted. And I feel like I might have jinxed him because I wrote this question before the injury happened. And I had already possibly jinxed Daniel Jones of the Giants earlier this year. So I think I need to just stop talking about quarterbacks on this podcast, at least, you know, current quarterbacks on this podcast. This might be the last one of this for the season. I guess we'll see where things go. But Kirk Cousins fans, I'm sorry. Daniel Jones fans, I'm sorry. Did not mean it. I will stop this right now. Anyway, that was round number two, short answer themes. Coming up, we got round number three. You voted for it, short answer chain. All right, round number three, short answer chain. It's funny, Spotify listeners, I had you vote. 
which of the rounds from Game 78 did you want to see return for Game 79? And I just returned all three of them. But this is the one that you voted that you wanted to see return. <laughs> um, I, think it was, I think it was relatively close, but this is the one you actually voted for. I haven't decided yet what the poll will be for this week, but Spotify listeners, check out the poll. Anyway, the way this one works, I have 10 short answer items below. While these are standalone short answer items, each answer does partially share its name with the item immediately preceding and the item immediately following, hence the chain. All right, let's go. Number one, this 1924 novel was narrated by a character named Nick Carraway. Number two, also considered to be one of the new seven wonders of the world, a 1932 cartoon by Ripley's Believe It or Not falsely claimed this earthly structure would be visible to the naked eye from the surface of the moon. Which we can now prove isn't true. All right, number three, this 2013 film based on a 2007 book grossed just shy of $400 million at the box office, becoming Martin Scorsese's highest-grossing film. Number four. This 1985 film starring Michael J. Fox spawned a 1987 sequel starring Jason Bateman. The franchise also includes two seasons of an animated series which debuted in 1986, as well as six seasons of a live-action series, which debuted in 2011. Item number five. This iconic 1991 song was quickly parodied by Weird Al, where he poked fun at the fact that so many people couldn't understand the lyrics of the original song. Not only did the parody help re-energize Weird Al's career, but in a 2013 interview with Esquire, Weird Al stated a record executive of the original band's label estimated the parody sparked the sale of an extra one million units of the original band's album. Go Weird Al. Number six. Currently preserved at the Smithsonian National Air and Space Museum, this is the plane flown by Charles Lindbergh from New York City to Paris in 1927 and the world's first solo non-stop transatlantic flight. Number seven. Perhaps better known for playing a musical instrument, this artist was also an accomplished vocalist, winning the 1964 Grammy for Best Male Vocal Performance for his version of Hello, Dolly. Item 8. As part of the 50-state quarters program, Ohio's quarter states it's the birthplace of aviation pioneers and features the airplane of the Wright brothers as well as a depiction of this man as he would have looked in 1969. Item 9. This musical artist is behind a 1969 hit which remains a popular sing-along song at sporting events, including after Carolina Panthers wins, Iowa State football wins, the middle of the eighth inning for Red Sox home games, and even England supporters during their Euro 2020 run. While the lyrics are mostly sweet, they also get a little handsy. 
And item number 10. Featured in a 2006 film, these are mined in war zones and sold to finance war. All right, pause now if you need more time. We'll go over those and then we'll give you the answers. Item number one, this 1924 novel was narrated by a character named Nick Carraway. That novel, The Great Gatsby. Item number two, also considered one of the new seven wonders of the world, a 1932 cartoon by Ripley's Believe It or Not falsely claimed this earthly structure would be visible to the naked eye from the surface of the moon. Okay, I literally thought this was true until today. I went searching on the Google, trying to come up with a trivia question based on this structure that could be seen from the moon. Apparently that's not true. I'm talking about the Great Wall of China. It makes sense. Yes, it's long, but it's also really thin. Anyway, the Great Wall connecting with the Great Gatsby. Here we go, number three. This 2013 film, based on a 2007 book, grossed just shy of $400 million at the box office, becoming Martin Scorsese's highest-grossing film. We are talking about The Wolf of Wall Street. The Wolf of Wall Street connecting with The Great Wall. All right, number four. This 1985 film starring Michael J. Fox spawned a 1987 sequel starring Jason Bateman. The franchise also includes two seasons of an animated series, which debuted in 1986, as well as six seasons of a live-action series, which debuted in 2011. All right, that 1985 film, Teen Wolf, connecting with The Wolf of Wall Street. Item number five, This iconic 1991 song was quickly parodied by Weird Al, where he poked fun at the fact that so many people couldn't understand the lyrics of the original song. Not only did the parody help re-energize Weird Al's career, but in a 2013 interview with Esquire, Weird Al stated a record executive of the original band's label estimated the parody sparked the sale of an extra 1 million units of the original band's album. Okay, that original band, Nirvana. The song, Smells Like Teen Spirit, connecting with Teen Wolf. So now I've talked about the Packers, Batman, How I Met Your Mother, and Weird Al. This game is just going great for me. All right, so yeah, Smells Like Teen Spirit connects with Teen Wolf. Number six, currently preserved at the Smithsonian National Air and Space Museum, This is the plane flown by Charles Lindbergh from New York City to Paris in 1927 and the world's first solo, non-stop, transatlantic flight. I think I've mentioned this before, but Charles Lindbergh, he's a Minnesotan, so well done. Anyway, that would be the Spirit of St. Louis. Spirit of St. Louis connecting with Smells Like Teen Spirit. All right, number seven. Perhaps better known for playing a musical instrument, this artist was also an accomplished vocalist, winning the 1964 Grammy for Best Male Vocal Performance for his version of Hello, Dolly. Alright, I am referring to Louis Armstrong, connecting with the spirit 
of St. Louis. All right, number eight. As part of the 50-state quarters program, Ohio's quarter states it is the birthplace of aviation pioneers and features the airplane of the Wright brothers, as well as a depiction of this man as he would have looked in 1969. All right, that is Neil Armstrong. All right, on the quarter, he's right wearing his astronaut uniform? Did you say uniform? Suit? Space suit. Yeah. Okay. Number nine. Anyway, Neil Armstrong connecting with Louis Armstrong. Number nine. This musical artist is behind a 1969 hit, which remains a popular sing-along at sporting events, including after Carolina Panthers wins, Iowa State football wins, the middle of the eighth inning for Red Sox home games, and even England supporters during their Euro 2020 run. While the lyrics are mostly sweet, they get a little handsy. Yeah, just a little handsy. All right, that would be, well, is it Neil Young or is it Neil Diamond? Um, that would be Neil Diamond. The song referenced Sweet Caroline, but Neil Diamond is the answer. Neil Diamond connecting with Neil Armstrong. All right, and number 10. Featured in a 2006 film, these are mined in war zones and sold to finance war. Sadly, we are referring to Blood Diamonds, which I just am now realizing I made like three Leonardo DiCaprio references in this game. Obviously, The Wolf of Wall Street, him that being a movie he was in, but then I referenced The Great Gatsby, which was a book that was made into a movie starring Leo, and then Leo was also in Blood Diamond, which I just referenced for that item. It's funny how these things, I didn't plan that. I didn't plan that, just sort of happened. I guess Leo is on the mind. All right, anyway, that was round number three, short answer chain. Thank you so much for playing along. I really appreciate it. And again, sorry for missing last week, but I'm sure y'all understand. Just a reminder though, if you like the show, please subscribe, rate, and review. This will help other people find the Pub Trivia Group. All right, I was just talking to a coworker. He didn't know I did trivia. And he was like, oh man, where were you when I was driving to Michigan the other day? I was like, well, shoot, man, here you go. Check it out. I'm not saying you'll like it, but check it out. <laughs> and then you can give me a follow on social media at Pub Trivia Group. I'm on Facebook. I'm on Twitter. I'm on Instagram. All those are listed and linked in the show notes. Of course, it's Facebook where I send out the invites to play live trivia. The next live trivia game, Friday, November 17th at 8 p.m. Central. It's going to be a good time. Get your team together. Log in. Watch my stream. Send me in those answers. It's a really good time. Takes about an hour and a half-ish. It's a, just a, it's a fun way to spend a Friday night. I have fun anyway. So, you have that. All right. That is all I have for today, though. Thank you again for playing. For now, peace out. Pod on, you nerds. I'll see you next week. I promise. Thank you. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.